This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Kristen Seaway. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here this wonderful Sunday morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Excited for Super Bowl later. Oh my gosh, that's right. It's today. (laughs) Are you a a big Super, um, Super Bowl football fan? So I'm a big football fan and I think this is going to be a fantastic game and I'm excited to see Rihanna who's from the Caribbean as am I. So it's yeah. going to be fun to see her perform the life, the halftime show as well. Yeah, I forget. That's the biggest part of it for people who don't like football is seeing all the entertainment in halftime. Yes, <laughs> but this should be a really good football game. So awesome. as well as performance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have had an exciting career from first season American Idol. I remember watching the first season. I didn't tune into all the others, but you were there and then you you did awesome there and you moved on to doing other things, starting a family. And now you've done an incredible thing. Write a book to inspire children to believe in themselves and to explore their potential to their fullest. So, I mean, I, that's what I want for all people, whether you're a child or not, but it's best to hit it when you're a child. And because one negative thought or or idea about what you can achieve can break a child completely. Agreed. And so I actually started this story Mm -hmm. over 14 years ago. So my eldest son, I'm a mother of three. Mm. My eldest son, who's 17 right now, was beginning to start playing sports, you know, and you're getting him involved in activities. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to find a fun way to to continue to build a narrative of belief in himself. Mm -hmm. So I wrote it as a poem originally for him when he was two and a half. And Mm. I, for me, because I was like a singer songwriter at the time, it was 
it was easier, I guess, to like write a poem and write it in rhyme and something I knew he can memorize. And I would teach him a lot of things by like songs and things like mm -hmm. that. So I just knew like my parents did a really good job, you know, providing that confidence to me and building that confidence in me so that like when you go through life and things don't always go your way, right. Or you're, you're, you fail at certain things, which is completely okay. Mm -hmm. Um, you have that narrative to build yourself back up because not everybody is going to be there to help you. And a lot of the lessons I think that people learn is sometimes people that you think are your friends aren't necessarily the ones that build you up. Right. And you have to truly have that for yourself. So, you know, it took me a long time. I used the message with my other kids and then COVID happened and I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this dream. This was a dream that I started 14 years ago. I've still used the message and my kids have such a great confidence in themselves that like, I wanted to bring this to other people. So was luckily able to find an amazing illustrator who's actually from Ireland. Beautiful. Um, I saw the pictures. Yeah. That was able to bring my vision to life. And that was a really hard part. I worked with like five other illustrators before and believing that you could get it done. Like, and I, <laughs> And finding her was truly, I think, just magical. And we were able to get it done and publish it last year. So I'm excited that this message is getting out. Um, my passion has always, always been helping others and just like motivating others. And so I really do hope that parents can utilize this as a tool to build a narrative of belief in their, their children. Mm. And you you mentioned something really critical there, which I thought was interesting. I remember meeting a med student 20 something years ago and he was just sitting at this kitchen table I was at his house and he was singing anatomy and I thought what are you doing he's like this is the only way I'm going to get this information I have to sing it. I have to make a song out of it so for all of the uh, medical stuff he was learning he was making songs and poems out of it because he could retain it better and I, I think I've heard that there's a different part of the brain you use to kind of um, for song and, and that type of thing. And, yep. and that really is a great mechanism for, for learning. Uh, have you thought about since being a songwriter, maybe, uh, including a song with the book? Not with this book, um, uh -huh. just because I, but I more than likely something will definitely come from this. Um, it's funny that you say that, like I teaching my kids math, teaching them to clean up their rooms, like everything was done in song. And, and that's because for me, it was easy for me to study that way. So mm -hmm. even as a child, I've come up with songs on my own, makes sense, like to sing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I was able to study that way. So yeah. I definitely think, and I, it's funny that question's been asked to me, I definitely feel like there's some children's songs coming yeah. in with this whole narrative. Because I That's do right. have other music that I've written before that it's very inspirational, but it's more, you know, um, focused on adults and, mm -hmm. and lives um, adult lives versus mm -hmm. like really digging in and coming up with some children's music. And you know what's great, uh, Christina, you tell me your thoughts on this, uh, having three children, but children show you who they are from like day one. And oh, as yeah. you spend time with them, they're drawn to what their passions are really, really early. You just have to be attuned to it and kind of go towards where they're being pulled and, and kind of help them bring that potential out. Yes. Mm -hmm. And not kill that fire sometimes, mm -hmm. right? Like I think a lot of times. And when I was a first time parent, I was so much more rigid. <laughs> like, you know, like the first one, it's like, nothing falls on the floor. You, you steam and sanitize every bottle. The second one, you kind of get a little bit relaxed. The third, you're just like, oh, whatever, you're alive. Right. <laughs> so 
it's funny. Like I definitely like with my, all three children are so different Mm -hmm. and you're at different times in your life when you're having these children that can impact that as well. But my husband and I do try and just like, since they were young, like my eldest has been always very rigid. He knew what he wanted Mm -hmm. to do. He is very focused in the box thinker, Mm -hmm. like very focused on school, very strict and disciplined. My second is way more of a creative. Mm -hmm. uh, And my third is like a combination of the two. So it's, yeah, it's been really fun just to see them develop into, from little humans into, you know, (laughs) preteens and teenagers. And I'm excited to see where they go from here. Mm. I, you know, it's interesting often, like we were saying, they have their gifts and talents and they, they come out in different ways. Uh, My mom got angry at me because I was always curious about everything. So I'm trying a little this, a little that my mom's like, you can't be a jack of everything. You got to pick something. And (laughs) The thing is, now what I do is podcasting where I explore and go with people on these journeys and and stories, and it's an exploration of curiosity. And so that real potential that I was, you know, telling my parents as a kid is is still here. It's just that you don't know how it's going to manifest later as they become an adult. Yeah, no, very true. We, with our daughter, she was very tough personality when she was younger. And it's like, we just need to be able to survive that because we want her to have that to get, you know, get her through life. Mm-hmm. My, my middle Connor, when he was like nine months old, he was singing a Rihanna song, which is really funny that she's performing tonight. Uh-huh. But we knew he was Mr. Creative and it's like, okay, you have to do well enough in school, but we try not to be so strict on it. Cause we understand like the creative expression is really mm-hmm. important to him, right? So he's in band and he plays the piano and he plays the baritone sax and the alto sax and mm-hmm. allowing him that freedom to express. And then truly like with my eldest, like he's very regimented and we have to go along with that, right? Mm-hmm. Because with that type of personality, he requires a different level of effort as a parent. So wow. it is, It's and it's hard because I think as parents too, mm-hmm. you're so scared, right? That Mm. you might teach them the wrong thing or, you know, situations might be so tough. And I think for me, one, I think my parents being immigrants and coming here and then like, they had to just do anything that it took to succeed, right? Their Mm -hmm. parents was like any and everything that we (laughs) we had to do, they had to do in order to succeed. And with me, it was like the same thing, whatever you can do, anything that you want to do, you just have to work hard at it. And you like, Mm -hmm. whether you want to be a garbage man or, you know, or a doctor, you have to work hard at it and truly believe in yourself. Yeah. And I think that that is so important because life can take you in so many different directions. And I I say to my parents, like, thank God that they built that because I took so many risks, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of kids are afraid to take risks young, You know, I was in college when American Idol happened. I had, it was finance and sociology. So I was doing nothing for music Mm. and taking this big chance. Right. And where, why did I, why did I feel comfortable enough to take that chance at 21? And I really attribute it to my parents really just saying like, there's, there's nothing stopping you from doing anything you want to do. Yeah. You're the only one that can stop yourself. Right. So because I had that narrative, Mm -hmm. I felt more free to take these risks. Yeah. And you mentioned something important. You said working hard and, 
and the idea that no matter what you're going to do from garbage person to doctor, because often like my parents are like, so you want to be a nurse, doctor, lawyer? It's always like the big, big profession, but that might not be where you're pulled or where your great talents are best served and where you really want to be as a person. And so you feel like I, or I got to put in one of these big boxes here Um, instead of saying, you know, let's just work hard, see where it goes. Where I ended up is working in a mailroom doing copies for the first several years, but it led me to meeting people in different fields and whatever. And, you know, that's not bad. You'll be, as you said, in different stages of your life and not one stage is better than another. Um, Just realizing here's where you're at. Keep exploring your gifts and talents and see where they take you and don't limit yourself. Right. And and I think it is tough when, like you're saying, when, when we're drilled into us to be a doctor, lawyer or engineer, like, I remember coming from the Caribbean, it's like, if you're not a doctor, lawyer, or engineer, <laughs> then you're not succeeding in anything. And luckily I had a mom who was a dancer, mm-hmm. right? So she was completely like not on the, that track. And my, my dad was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, and although they were very strict in school, they, they had that freedom to kind of mm-hmm. allow me to, to kind of be more expressive. But that comes from like for our parents and the, the generations mm-hmm. before, it's because there were a lot of limited possibilities, right? And not yeah. necessarily understanding that life is evolving. Mm-hmm. And I think once you once your kids have that narrative and they and they're authentic to themselves because I think in anything, if you're not a doc, if you're just become a doctor and you're not passionate about it, mm-hmm. you know, the chances you probably succeed in life, but you're not going to love your life, Mm-mm. right? Yeah. Like you always were into different things and you love what you're doing now. Like that is what fuels you. And that's mm-hmm. what leads, you know, makes you happy. And I think that's as parents, sometimes we have to like, remember that, that our mm-hmm. children are supposed to live longer than us. Right. Mm-hmm. And we need them to live with that happiness. And the only way we can do that is allowing them to be authentic to themselves. You know, you mentioned something very important there. Uh, there was a gal I met many, many moons ago who said, uh, I'm becoming a doctor. She'd made it to med school. She was now going through the whole, re- it's a long training. I mean, it kicked your butt. She was at that point, I had met her an intern. Um, and she's like, yeah, I'm just waiting to get to the point where I get that six figure. Then I've made it. And I'm like, but then what? And, you know, you've seen people right. who say, I'm going to build a business. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I want to make a million dollars or whatever it is to get that mansion on the sky or whatever. Right. You get it. And and then you're empty. You're like, what is this? It's like, it's because it's not your soul speaking and exploring and, 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 and your potential fully ex- expanded and, you know, lived. Right. You're like living somebody else's narrative instead of living your own Mm, because a lot of times that you don't, they don't believe that they can do what they feel that they can do. Mm. Right. What? Yeah. I was gonna say, what's your big message you hope parents take away to give to their children with your book? And I think that in order to truly succeed in life, and I don't look at success as being rich or being success to me is living authentically. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think in order to do that, children must believe in themselves. And my message is allow them to help them build that so that regardless of what happens, I say to my kids all the time, if I get hit by a bus tomorrow and I'm no longer here, I want to make sure that you have what it takes to do whatever makes your soul happy. Mm. And that's it. Right. Because I really feel like if you are happy living, Mm. that you are successful. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. You've heard of Temple Grandine. She's a, a old no. a woman. Yeah, she has autism. She would, um, but she had a wonderful mom who really let her explore her gifts and talents. And oddly enough, I think it was in her college age where she kind of got pulled into seeing animals and in specifically on the farm cattle and the way they were herded or treated. And it, it bothered her that there was a more efficient way for the cattle to feel more comfortable getting shot and going to slaughter and she said i want to build a way where they're feeling safe and that became her all-consuming passion and her mom and parents backed her up and that became her thing she became an wow i i don't know what her degree is but now she's a professor at temple university um been doing that forever and she built the only the best that's used across the entire world for um vaccination for cattle so they can be more humane how they're killed yeah all of that because her passion inside that seemed absurd um, but it came from, a, you know, if you ever want to explore, she's a fascinating uh, story to share with your children. What was her name? What's her name again? Like, I just want to write it down. Yeah. Temple Grandine. Amazing. Temple and, and so that's the exploration that it was so out of the box. And if you saw your kid coming to you, like, I like this stuff and I want to go there, you'd be like, what? Um, but, you know, when you have parents that are just like, all right, let's see where this goes. You like trains? Let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's evolve. Let's see. Yeah. No, it's it's funny. Our our middle Connor has been obsessed with cars. Obsessed oh, my. With cars since he was younger. So the point we were just in Miami um, yesterday with my brother and any cool car that he saw, he's taking pictures and he, he, he you know, where there's boxes in the garages and he's trying to make a car from the box. Wow. And I'm like, if that's what you want to do, like you do, all you have to do is like, tell your children, give them the opportunity to give them, guide them. And there's so much free education. There is that, like, you just let them fuel that fire. You We're know? blessed now more than ever oh, before. Man. It's like an expansive, we can go to the libraries across the, the, the whole and globe. Learn anything, yeah. learn anything, you know, and yeah. it, it's really just giving that free, giving them that freedom. Like you said, to just be who they are. Absolutely. Really just enjoy it. Yeah. I love this conversation and I'm hoping it'll fuel all parents to go deeper with their kids, help them to explore their children's fullest potential. But I also don't want to leave without everyone finding out how they can get their very own copy of your book today. Uh, how can they do that? So on my website, it's, I believe in me, do you, I believe in me, do you.com. You can order both the hardcover and the paperback, and you can also get the paperback on Amazon. Awesome. And so we're going to have it on the lower third here if you're watching. Uh, so everyone, please go to I believe in me, do you dot com and get a copy today and uh, really help your kids explore their fullest potential. Uh, it, it's well worth it. It's going to make a better tomorrow for all of us. Uh, Christina, I thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting and sharing your great wisdom today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just $95, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.